welcome everyone uh, today evening we have aditi with us aditi anuj who is uh, an extremely talented designer from nid amdavad and uh, before we start we should also give you a glimpse of what adi is and what adi is striving for so adi is an association of designers of india uh, who's working towards connecting design professionals and industry students across india in different disciplines so it's a network of design professional and students in india and uh, the members of adi come from various backgrounds from industrial design to communication design from design researchers to apparel and lifestyle designers packaging design across all domains so it's a registered society and trust aligned towards industry as a design community that is exceptionally skilled extremely diverse and across all domains so with adi we aim to represent and highlight the design profession both in india and globally and create meaningful interface with the industry academia users and the policy makers we want to create catalyze and support a vibrant creative environment in india and a meaningful engaged design community as we progress so we currently have 750 plus paid members around 15000 plus curated community network in four functioning chapters from bangalore hyderabad mumbai and pune we have four formation chapters in delhi nagpur goa jaipur and more coming in we are also forming student chapters in institutes like nid iits and all other private design schools and that we will soon be sharing with you all so thank you so much for joining uh, we would like to welcome aditi anuj uh, a very good friend and uh, a junior i must say from nid amdavad who has double degree in textile uh, from nid and while studying she realized the nuances of origami uh, aditi's education in design encouraged her to follow her artistic calling of this craft which was uh, something very very fresh as a textile designer and she started her origami practice in mumbai uh, currently she is in gurgaon practicing it uh, uh, around india she has been practicing origami for almost 8 years now and she has taken workshops in prestigious design schools architecture colleges all over the country we are very proud to introduce aditi uh, for the design stories today and uh, one of the highlights which is my favorite as well uh, as many of you know or some of you might not be knowing is the sacred games 2 where aditi's work was showcased in the series uh, which was featuring nawazuddin kalki saifali khan and many more so without further ado i i, I should invite aditi uh, on a design stories and uh, over to you aditi let's let's listen from thank you so much thank you thank so much nehal for such a nice interview it's, it's i think it's always nice to hear good things about uh, oneself and uh, especially when <laughs> especially when it's your senior who's talking about it thank you so much and uh, i'm really really grateful for uh, you guys to invite me for this i mean i had always looked up to adi and had always been in awe of it and you know to be a speaker here is i think a very big opportunity for me and um, i'm just i'm just really glad to be here and to uh, share my story with everyone i mean uh, yes so where do i start from Thank you so much uh, for accepting our invitation and being here please there was nothing about uh, there was nothing to accept in it i mean it was accepted already <laughs> so yeah over to you so uh, should i start with how i uh, started with origami should 
should i start with that yeah absolutely like, like you know uh, so i you know, first including myself uh, are very keen to understand uh, your learnings in textile design and how how it has helped you to pursue your passion for origami and how you you know uh, transmitted yeah, yourself understood so uh, basically uh, a little introduction of uh, my background i am a textile designer i did my graduation from nift in textiles uh, from 2005 to 2009 and then i came to nid and i did again my post graduation in textiles from 2009 to 2012 and while i was in nid we had a departmental elective where uh, my teacher ankur mitra came to take a two weeks course where we were introduced to this craft of paper folding I wouldn't say that I was absolutely um, uh, unaware of origami, but I, of course, did not know the the extent at which it can be or was being practiced all over the world. For me, origami was folding a boat, which uh, it still is for uh, a lot of people out there. I mean, when I tell people what I do for a living. and when i know that this person is not going to understand what i do so i just tell them that i fold boats and birds because that's the easier way out you know not to get in the nitty gritties of things and not getting into uh the details of uh, um yeah you get it so um so that is how i was introduced to origami and uh, in that two weeks course we did some extensive folding we were introduced to some really fun patterns really fun techniques of folding and with that we were also uh, exposed to how people all over the world were using this craft in so many different ways i mean in the fields of astron astronomy the fields of uh, physics science biology chemistry um people were just had had used it used it extensively to uh, sort of uh, solve problems and there so we were we started the course with this movie called between the folds if you uh, have the time please watch it it used to be on netflix but um it's no more there on netflix but it is available on youtube it's a one hour documentary and it talks about um different artists all over the world and how they practice origami so that was the first uh window i would say for me and i remember coming out of that hall after watching the movie and being absolutely awestruck by it of what people could do with a sheet of paper with one single sheet of paper i think it was it it came from from pure passion and nothing else it was pure passion and i remember we had a break after the movie so we went for chai obviously to chai gate and i was sitting at chai gate and i was wondering what moved them what moved them so much that that they made this their passion they made the they made this their full time job and um um yeah i mean the same thing that you always question as a student because you're so amazed by how people are work are doing things around you so i guess that's what that movie did and of course within the course i realized that uh, origami was fun it was something that really interested me and most important thing that i realized was that i was good at it something i was good at <laughs> so uh so yeah after the course was over 
I sort of was stuck to origami and I kept practicing it as a hobby. I was trying to uh, introduce origami to all of the other courses that followed after it, uh, including a course that was uh, that was in my in our last semester called Space, where we had to study a space and come up with a solution. So there again, I, um, I took help from origami and I wanted to have an element of that in this course as well. So that is how my love for this craft began, began if I'm allowed to say that. And it just never stopped, you know? I mean, I, um, I, then I did my diploma project with again, an architect because I was so amazed by architects and what they were doing. I was secretly never interested in textiles, although I studied it for eight years, but there was, there was something about space something about folding that was so exciting and and the marriage of these two things was always very exciting in my head so i knew that i would want to do something in it but i had no direction i was directionless and um, so right after college i started working with this textile company i did uh, in an export house i worked there for a year realized that this is not what i wanted to do so um uh, um so I was sitting at home for some time. I was just folding, making some really ugly lambs. But they're ugly now when I look at them now. But back then they were like really beautiful. And uh, yeah, so I, I kept, I kept the idea was that I, I could not leave folding. I kept folding all the time because it just something that always amazed me and I wanted to do it. But the problem was that I did not know how to commercialize it you know? So for that, I had the opportunity to go back to this same teacher, Ankan Mitra. Um, and uh, I had the opportunity to do a lot of projects with him. And thankfully, he had a couple of projects which where I could fit in. So we did um, really some really fun um, installations together. We uh, came up with a series of lambs made out of leather. But the main thing that I would say that I learned from him was to commercialize this craft. Even today, I see so many people on Instagram, thanks to Instagram. I mean, that's another window for me to look at how people are using origami or any other, I mean, whatever you like. Go on Instagram, type that word and search that hashtag and you will find millions of people doing so much in it. I mean. I can't even imagine a life without Instagram now, seriously. So, um, um, so that's how that's how I realized, and that's how I learned how to make how to uh, commercialize origami, because there were so many people out there who were already so good at it, and who were practicing it, but did not know how to commercialize, did not know how to make money out of it. So that experience sort of gave me another direction where I realized that. I can make this bigger instead of just making small models and making small products out of it. I could make it much bigger. I could make installations. I could make lighting systems. I could make uh, artworks. I could make um, chandeliers. I mean, you name it and, and it is possible in origami. You know, you can just change the material and you can make um, collapsible um, architecture out of it. I mean, the limit was endless. So that is how I started. Uh, I, uh, I jumped into it full time. 
and I left textiles behind. I mean, it was a difficult choice for me, honestly, because I knew that if I leave textiles now, I might never be able to uh, get back on that train. I might have to leave it forever. And uh, so that was a very difficult decision that I had to take, but I was so driven at that point. I was also younger. And <laughs> like, if today I had to take that decision, I don't know what I would have done, but uh, I'm glad that the younger me was um, wise enough to uh, choose the right path. And I was on it. I knew I would be, I knew it wouldn't be an easy road because uh, origami is so new for, not just me, but for everybody else, right? I mean, people, there are, I, I have meetings with clients where they ask me, so what can you make out of origami? And the only answer that I can possibly give them is anything. You name it and I can make it, you know, from, from a small, um, what should I say? From a bookmark to a retractable roof, it can become anything. It just depends on uh, what scale you're playing with, what material you're playing with. It, it only depends on that. It only limits to your imagination. And there are enough and more people out there who are working with it and are doing absolute wonders. So uh, yeah, that is how I uh, sort of started. I initially did a lot of pro projects with Ankan till 2018, I would say. And then in 2019, I went independent. That's when Sacred Games happened. And I realized that, that there is enough work out there and I can, I mean, I have the capacity to work on my own now. I have enough knowledge. I have enough um, sort of uh, inclination. So that is how, I mean, I became, I, I, I started practicing as an independent artist and there was no going back. And thanks to pandemic, I mean, before pandemic, I was uh, doing a lot of um, physical workshops where I would visiting all these colleges, institutes, schools, all over the country, actually. And it was so exciting, so exciting to travel. But when the pandemic happened, that was the first time I thought of teaching online. It was so new. The idea was so alien to me to teach someone how to fold online when I'm not physically there to help them how to fold. And trust me, it takes twice as much patience to, to teach someone, especially if he's a child, to teach that person online. I have children who are so good at folding. I mean, they're eight years old and they can beat me at folding. And at the same time, I have children who would get under the desk because they're unable to fold and I'll be shouting out their names. <laughs> then I have students who are 80 years old and I would teach them something. And the next day they would give me a call and would share 10 other things that they have created out of it. And it's just, it's such an amazing journey because everybody has a different takeaway has a different learning. I mean, you would assume that this is how this person is going to react, but sometimes they just surprise you, which is what I love about it. So I think more than folding, it's the experience that I love. It's, uh, it's the joy of uh, instant gratification. You know, instantly you have something to uh, play with. I mean, with children, I ask them what animal do they want to fold or what they want to fold. And immediately you have, like within minutes, you have that animal in front of you, right? So it's just, 
it's so much fun wow amazing amazing i, I mean it was uh, so cool to uh, listen to your journey uh, especially the start of uh, how you got into origami and so uh, i was uh, having this thought in mind like uh, once you started working independently after your you know stint with ankan and uh, from 2018 onwards yes. how did sacred games happen sacred games happened over instagram <laughs> everything okay. happened over instagram yeah instagram is uh, honestly instagram is a is a shop that i open every day in the morning i i pull the shutter up and then at night i pull the shutter down that is that is instagram for me so um, i got this uh, message this random message on uh, of course it was like a dm and they said that they have a project for me in delhi and will i be interested and this was the reliance production house contacting me and i i was clueless of what uh, the project was but i was just very excited about it so um at that time i lived in mumbai in kolaba and uh, this lady was like uh, let's meet can we meet i'm in mumbai currently and i was like even i'm in mumbai and she said well i'm coming to kolaba i'm like i live in kolaba come so in the next in the next 2 hours i was having coffee with her and she had shared the logo design with me and i was like dude we have to do this this is like <laughs> so origami i have to do this so uh, by evening i had made a small sample for them like a part of the logo just to give them an idea of what was possible and the next day they called me in the production house which was in andheri and uh, we had signed the deal and i was making the sacred games uh, the 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 artwork for them and the interesting thing is that i had a broken ligament i had my acl was broken i don't know if you guys know about that so i had to undergo surgery and my surgery was due in a in 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 a week and uh, what happens in that surgery is basically your handicap for the next two months you're on a wheelchair you can't move and you have extensive um, uh, physiotherapy after that just to recover and get your um, legs back on track so i had only 5 days to finish that project and um, so when i went for that meeting even then she had not she had not disclosed the name of the program uh because she just showed me the logo it did not have the name on it right so when i went to the reliance production house in andheri that's when i realized oh my god this is reliance and then when i went in uh that's when they shared it as sacred games i was like i have to finish it in 5 days because i'm getting i'm getting operated <laughs> on monday and i will be immovable after that so i mean it just happened i'm i was lucky that it happened and i was able to finish it and because they were also in a rush so they wanted they approved the design and um, yeah it was done very fast so it was not just the logo that i did for them i also did some origami tessellations for them which was like a long piece which they could play around during the set because and this is what i learned while we we were having the meeting that in a lot of sets they have to they need a lot of props to sometimes you know fill in the empty spaces so they had bought a lot of uh, uh, free tessellations from me free in the sense open tessellations from me so that uh, they could drape them around the set so they've actually draped one in uh, one of the sets if i may i'll just quickly share that image with you so this is the logo and the background i will also show you the digital logo that they had shared earlier 
yeah this is what the artwork looked like and this is how they had installed it actually they had installed it very beautifully i'm so glad that I, and i had no idea when i made them i had no idea how they're going to use it so i was really excited for sacred games to be released this was the logo that they showed me so the minute i saw it i could see origami all around it and it really got me excited and i'm so glad that they used it the way they did so the entire artwork was basically done in four uh, layers so this is the first layer the out, the outermost layer this is the second one the third one and the fourth one and then all of them placed together like this quite interesting and there was another artwork that yeah this is this is another piece that you see in the middle uh this is all paper by the way and it's a tessellation that they've installed in a they've twisted it like dna this is my house this is my maids children who helped me make the work the artwork <laughs> so yeah these were the pieces that i had given to the uh, production house they're like huge in size yeah they're huge they were huge they wanted big pieces so that they could fill in the empty spaces which they did uh, here brilliant so yeah that's how sacred games happened interesting very very interesting like the power of reaching out on instagram is instagram is i tell everybody instagram is awesome it's awesome i mean it it has the power to um uh for people to find you and for you to find people it is it has made that part so easy uh that yeah thanks to instagram so, hmm. so uh, origami being the japanese uh you know uh origin uh do you also see some relationship with what indian ancient craft has been or how's your experience of learning this japanese japanese craft and maybe marrying it with for example in the sacred games it was all about chakras you know yes yes look itself and and uh, have you uh, like i think at the heart sort of, of it I think with any craft anywhere around the world any craft that is hand done any hand craft requires extreme level of patience extreme level of patience and with that patience comes meditation because while you're doing while you're at it I that's at least that's what I feel that I'm transformed to some other world where uh, it's just me and that paper and we sort of folding unfolding each other each other's thought i mean i'm folding but i'm thinking of something completely different i might not be thinking of folding at all there might be another story happening in my head and i'm but it gives me the space it brings me to the right head space to actually think about what i really have to think or what i really need to think it gives me that peace that calm and i think think that's what all the other crafts do i mean i have i come from agra where where you have i mean i don't know if you've seen taj mahal but taj mahal has um, a craft called uh, it's basically inlay work where they make where they engrave a small um um of a shape on the marble and they have yeah 
yes they have another piece another uh, semi precious stone which they will cut and then polish in that shape and then they're going to fix it in that depression that they've carved in the marble and that's how they've engraved the entire taj mahal and if you see that craft i mean there is so much craftsmanship that goes behind it especially when you have to make um, um uh, elements like a patla sa stem where it has to be it's curved imagine curving that little sort of detail of the stem with a semi precious stone if you break it it's it's your loss you can't use it in any other uh, in any other form so i think that is what binds all these handcrafts uh in my opinion together is your sincerity towards what you're doing and your absolute honesty towards it is what binds or is what brings all these crafts together and is common between all these crafts other than that i mean Wonderful. crafts yeah i mean because that is what i have learned from origami that's my only takeaway i the reason why i love doing it is because again it takes me to that headspace where i'm just myself completely myself and uh, and i love being and i love being in that uh, it's kind of get gateway to the nirvana if i can understand it <laughs> yeah and you know it's like it's it's like when i talk about it people usually laugh and they're like oh aise bol rahi hai but you know you actually feel it and it's not important that you would find it in origami it's not important i mean i know people who have hated it who could not fold one single sheet of paper because they did not have the patience inclination uh, whatever but that that's their choice everybody has something which sort of calms them down some people find it in yoga some people find it in cooking some people find it in um driving i mean i find it in paper folding so yeah that's my outlet some people just find it in sitting by a beach so there's nothing wrong with it but it's just something that sort of calms you down it brings your senses to rest it brings your mind to rest and you're absolutely on your own so beautiful so beautiful and um, so having said that i i i was curious to understand when when you work as an independent designer uh, especially on on a craft which is manageable for you but uh, do you also have an experience of an extensive uh, body of work where you need team or you need people to help you out so and that way that, yes yes of course it is how, something that you no know, bring those uh, people on on a on a similar uh, kind of approach Platform. or that way of nirvana because you know it, it's it's difficult to uh, bring different minds no i understand i understand and especially and especially when you have like really um, large scale projects where you need a team where you need where you have strict timelines when you have to work under them it is very difficult but i i would say i've been lucky enough that um, um i have friends who actually were working with ankan but um, are now part of i mean we are now all independent artists so whenever there's a project we all get together and we sort of do it in partnership 
So if there is a massive project that comes, we get together, my house becomes the studio, my house is an absolute mess for that many days. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, but it is just so much fun. It is like going back to college and you have a submission and you know, when the entire class gets together and you have to finish work, that's how, that's what it feels like. Sometimes even, even that team uh, seems, seems smaller. And I, I do need more people. So this is um, last year, just before the pandemic, we had a project which where we had to make uh, retractable walls for a uh, for a meditation. It was a um, uh, a program based on uh, on meditation. So there were a lot of international clients coming for that, and basically they had taken up a hall. And it was a three day event, and they wanted to change the setup of that hall every single day. So that is why they had incorporated origami so that we could make these retractable walls and every day we could change the setup of the space, which was very exciting. Um, and we had only one week to finish it and yeah. we had to make close to, I think, 250 meters of wall for which we had to fold 5,000 sheets of paper. So it was not easy. It was not easy. So we started doing it and we realized that we were going to be short on people. So uh, that's when again, Instagram came handy. And I, uh, I mean, and through a story, I invited people, I invited internees, uh, anybody who was interested in folding, anybody was, who was um, uh, ready to come to Gurgaon and help me for the project. And thankfully a lot of them, uh, came to help so wow. so because the entire project was paid so um so that was a good that was a, a plus point uh but that is how we managed to get more people managed to get more hands and i strictly i had strictly mentioned that people who were interested in origami shop for this and because the fold was uh, comparatively very easy for anybody and everybody to do it so with a little sense of design, anybody could fold that particular uh, uh, fold. So that is why it was easier for us to find more people and to get the work done. It sadly didn't happen. That event got canceled and uh, we never made those walls. So, but that, that's something that happens. You was it supposed really... to be installed in Gurgaon? Like... No, in Mumbai, in Mumbai. In Mumbai. Yes. Okay. So it had so to be sent when, when to such, I think the one basic and the most important question is what paper do you use for origami? <laughs> that is why I had to come up with my own origami paper because the world wanted to know. Everybody, all of my students, everybody has the same question. What is India the right wants to paper know. to fold? Because there is no right answer to this. It depends on what you're folding. Uh, and the, the simplest example that I can give you is, uh, for example, if I have to fold a grasshopper, like let's say a size of the grasshopper is this big, and a grasshopper has how many legs? Six legs, right? With two antennas and a really slender body. So I cannot use a 250 GSM paper for that. I will have to use a very, very thin paper, maybe um, a paper around, um, 50 to 60 GSM for that, for me to get the best results. But if I have to make that retractable wall, which I wasn't making in Mumbai, 
right. or wherever, then for that kind of an installation, I cannot use a paper that is 50 GSM. I will have to use a paper that is around 300 to 350 GSM. So there is no correct answer to that. It does, there is no one kind of paper that you can use and say, this is the best paper for origami because it depends on what you're making, what the end product is, which determines the kind of paper that you will have to use for it. So, but um, for general folding, like people who do mod small models and um, most of the folding that they do, there is origami paper available, which is somewhere around 80 to 100 GSM. Um, so that is that I would say is the most appropriate paper to fold. But again, it depends on what you're folding. Right. And uh, because because this was such a commonly asked question, and I, I totally I totally understand because even I was clueless about where should I get the paper from. So. I still buy paper from wherever I go all around the world. I am always buying paper. I'm always, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a paper, um, I'm crazy about paper. So, so when people used to ask me this question, I realized instead of giving them an Amazon link, why don't I make that paper on my own and sell that? So that's how I launched my own origami kit and paper last month which you can buy from my website. That's not, so I wouldn't say that that paper is again appropriate for all kind of folding, but for maximum folding, the folding that you do as a hobby, it's good for that. So, uh, Wonderful. yeah. So, so like extension of uh, origami practice where you also provide the right material uh, to the people who are passionate about this craft. Yes, yes. Wonderful. So what's next, Aditi? Like where you are headed now with <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Have... If you ask me what am I going so to where do, do you uh, see where do I see myself? Um, honestly, I have no idea. I started with no idea. I am I'm at I'm at it with no idea, and I will be <laughs> ten years down the line. I'll you'll ask me this question. I'll be like I don't know. I'm just doing it because I love it. I I am giving it the direction that uh, that I can support, that I like. I mean, like I said, there are people all over the world who are doing who are folding so many wonderful things, but whatever I'm capable of doing, whatever interests me, I'm constantly moving towards that. Like, for example, this, in the, the, this box thing that happened, I never, I had never imagined of uh, coming up with my own paper. Like that was, that had never crossed my mind. But because of pandemic uh, and all of my friends giving me an idea of giving me ideas of uh, selling my own products, making origami lamps. I realized there are enough and more people doing origami lamps, but there's nobody who's making paper. So it, it, that thought just excited me and I picked up my bags and I moved. I went to the place where I knew I could find paper. I lived there for three months got the paper made and launched it. I mean, I had no idea that I'm going to do that. But I think that is what makes the whole, for me, I'm not saying that the, that happens to everybody. For me, that is what makes it so interesting is, is the fact that you don't know 
uh, where it might take you tomorrow. But the thought, the, but the fact that it interests you, the fact that it excites excites you, and it keeps you going, I think is um, is cool. what is more important than to have a direction. Ki mujhe direction. I mean, that is not how I approach towards anything in life. Uh, I might be absolutely. I mean, people might uh, uh, not agree to what I'm saying, but that is how I've always been in life. I've not. I've never had a direction, but I've always sort of. taken things as they come and made decisions and just experienced it and uh, lived it loved it so yeah i have i have no idea what i'm going to do with origami i'm loving it uh, right now uh, uh, and i do projects i do i take them as challenges and um, uh, yeah that's that's the journey so far so i would want but deep down i want more and more people to start folding and that was the whole purpose behind coming up with this box coming up with workshops teaching for so many years is because i want more and more people to uh, experience folding and uh, maybe enjoy it the way i do if not i mean it can still be something that at least they tried once you know because been taking a uh, lot of workshops and you've been visiting uh, many prestigious architectural colleges design colleges and you've been also yes you know interacting with uh, younger children to you know yes yes that's that's the best to... part that it makes me interact with all kinds of people all people of all ages people of all backgrounds i mean during this pandemic i've done workshops with uh, google microsoft adobe I mean, random people who had never even thought of. I mean, I had never imagined them folding. But it's, but that's. I think that's what uh, is exciting about it. That it's for everyone. That's the whole motto of my box. Folding is for everyone. It doesn't have an age limit. It doesn't come with right. five plus, or it doesn't. It doesn't come with that. You can be eighty years old and you can start folding and okay. can have, can find your joy in it. You know. Okay. so great i mean uh, there are a couple of questions if uh, that's okay with you we can take up sure sure yeah so one of the questions from the participant is who's your role model like who is my role model oh my god why didn't i ever think about that <laughs> somebody in origami space which, which somebody in origami uh, my role model i would say is uh, people no <laughs> no i would say robert lang robert okay. lang is one of the uh, most uh, uh, known origami uh, practitioner in the world in fact he's the one who designed uh, you know the airbags in our car it's very interesting and i and i talk about it uh, and i tell this to people because like it's it's, a, it's an interesting fact that they should know about origami that the airbag that is there in our car oh and snehal coming from a tad background <laughs> would be more interested in this the airbag is folded in a certain way in a certain pattern so that it can open in a split second right it has to open and um, and fill with air in a split second so the way it is folded is origami and robert lang came up with that for so uh, yeah i would say he is my role model he is so thanks for sharing that this is 
something which I never knew. And uh, yeah, I mean, imagine in a split second, itna bada fabric has to open and uh, inflate. Uh, yeah, I was aware that it, this was done by Robert Lang. Or, or ah, okay. So, yes, so I would say he is my role model. Although I am really, I'm I'm nowhere in the league, but uh, you can still have role models. You're still allowed to have role models, right? But you being, <laughs> you being one for many. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> many uh, origami enthusiasts from India and uh, also around the world. The the kind of work you've been doing from the last part, uh, eight years, it's. incredible and i am thank you so much thank you so much but really it's just a tip of the iceberg it's it's just it's just the beginning and for anybody i mean there is so much room in in this craft that uh, it's insane the kind of things that you can do with it by just playing with scale structure pattern material i mean it's endless it's endless i'm always amazed by what people are doing thanks to instagram and uh, yeah and i wonder if uh, i will ever be able to do any of that so yeah i think that's what keeps you going right? materials uh, beyond paper like for example uh, aluminum or steel or yes i work with leather i work with leather my lamps are made out of leather i also work with uh, uh, polypropylene sheets which is plastic and i've also now incorporated fabric because i was like why not so since i studied it for so many so so many years let me just see what i can do with it and uh, thankfully fabric is a wonderful material to work around with so now you would find a lot of it i mean during the pandemic i have done a lot of explorations with it so hopefully you will get to see quite a lot of fabric in my work now so yeah and i've also folded metal but metal i wouldn't it's not my choice i i did not i don't like metal that much because it's a very hard unforgiving material to work with i did a couple of projects when i was doing projects with ankan i had the chance to work with metal but it's i don't enjoy it it hurts it really hurts you know like it physically hurts so i i can yeah so i wouldn't want to do that but great i mean uh, thanks so much aditi again uh, in case anshu you want to uh, maybe ask couple of questions from the participants or uh, if uh, adarsh has any noted questions from so the so there are two i think we, there are two yeah. questions from the participants uh, can you please share your best works till date in big scale so like a big scale installation yeah. that you like okay, like a picture of it uh yeah if that's possible okay yeah sure uh only big scale ya chota bhi chalega like, i mean uh, the current sort of focus is ke uh uh best works in big scale so like i think they're looking for a nice okay okay well um like every artist says uh, i still haven't made the best of my work and <laughs> i don't think i will ever be able to create it but yeah sacred games is uh, at the top of the list for sure and other than that i would say is this artwork that i did with fabric i choose this because this is fabric 
this was the first time I used fabric in my work. Uh, it was an absolute challenge to use fabric because um, every material has something to add to the pattern, to the fold, to the structure, to the form. Uh, I mean, you would make one prototype with paper and then would make the same prototype, use the same fold, same pattern, everything same in other material, and you would realize it doesn't look like what it did in paper. That is the challenge. So I would say this is also one of my favorite work. Although there is so much more, there was so much learning from this and I would make it so much better now, but because it was the first time I was trying fabric, I think this was uh, what I was able to achieve with it. I am really uh, proud of it. This is all raw silk, which we ombre dyed and then um, folded. So, yeah. This is super impressive. This is one of the best works. Yeah, my favorite work, but uh, my. Uh, uh, more of my favorite work, but they were done with Ankan, so they're not like my solo projects. So I can't really call them completely mine, is this Lexus uh, installation that I did with Ankan while I was uh, working with him. This was like a floating cloud that we made. Uh, yeah. Talking about Japanese heritage for the brand. Yeah, because it was Lexus, they wanted origami, so uh, yeah. This was the cloud that we made. Another question uh, is, uh, are you open to collaborations? Like uh, there is a pottery, Absolutely. pottery studio Absolutely. based in Goa that would like to. So I'll a share. Pot yeah. a pottery studio? Clay, yeah, with clay and paper. Oh, wow. Like, so oh, wow. Yes, I'll, yes. I'll send you the details after the call. Sure, sure. In fact, in fact, that is another thing that I wanted to add to the answer that Snehal had asked me, what is the future, is collaboration. I just want to explore this craft by collaborating with as many different domains, uh, uh, um, fields as possible, because, because when you marry two things together, the outcome is always better is always better, is new for the world, and it is just more exciting, isn't it? I mean, um, with ceramic, I can already imagine what all can be done. And I think, I think it will be very interesting collaboration. So yes, I'm looking for a lot of collaborations. I mean, in the next five years, you'll probably see me collaborate with the most random kind of people um, uh, possible. Yeah. Great. So folks, Whoever is seeing it now, this is the power of ADI. You know, ADI connects we absolutely, absolutely, so many different people and so many exciting work which you can you know uh, get inspiration from, connect with, and uh, do more with. So, if you are not a member, uh, please log into ADI website and uh, sign up for the membership. So thank you so much, Aditi, again. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, everybody who was there. With ADI. Thank you. Also, Aditi, and would you like to share to... where people can find you? You can find me on Instagram uh, by the name Aditi Anuj, A-D-I-T-I-A-N-U-J. Or you can also, uh, uh, yes, should I write it on the chat? Yeah, that would be great. This is my name on Instagram and my uh, website is 
Arigamistudio.com. And I love the name. Thank you. <laughs> so, so you can also uh, uh, have a look at the products that we've launched last month, all of you. And uh, maybe if you like it, uh, give us some love. <laughs> Aditi, I must tell you that this is uh, one of the full shows which we have had on design stories uh, on ADI. So very overwhelming and absolute fun. Oh my fun. God. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I mean, I am really... Done 30 minutes extra than the you know, planned time and I'm sure uh, the participants are still still very excited about uh, you know getting more from you. So Definitely. 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 We'll, we'll look forward to have you again with ADI. Sure, uh, sure. Thank you so to... much, Nehal, and thank you so much, ADI, for having me. It was great. Thank you, Aditi. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Yeah. This was Nehal, your host today. Uh, <laughs> please join ADI and please follow Aditi. Look forward to see you all soon. Take care. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.